Pure Dead Gaming podcast. Hello all you Pure Dead Gaming listeners, welcome to episode number 6 where we'll be taking an energetic look at the latest gaming news, reviews as well as a jog down memory lane to some nostalgic games. Our discussions may digress from the actual focus at times into general silliness but since so many of you have stuck around since we launched the podcast in January, it seems that's not a bad thing. I'm Jessica and I'm joined by games reviewer Craig. Hi everyone. And Andy. Good evening. If this is your first listen to the podcast, then we hope you enjoy and stick around for more episodes. We drop them each week on Thursday afternoons, UK time. We are based in the beautiful country of Scotland, so expect some unfamiliar words if you're not from around here and some sweary words. Apologies. We created this podcast due to a love of gaming and we want to share that with you. So feel free to get in touch on Twitter or Instagram at Pure Dead Gaming. We'd love to hear from you and are always looking for topics to discuss and would be happy to answer your questions on the show. You can also email us at puredeadgaming at gmail.com. So how are we both? How's our week's been? Fairly boring as usual. Lockdown isn't uh, conducive to much, uh, much going on really, is it? No, I've pretty much been the same. It's it's either working or gaming, and unfortunately, it's been more working this week. So pretty uh, for, shit. for me, it's been gaming and old TV shows and old movies. Uh, well, I've downloaded a power of old shows and movies to to watch. I've uh, even started watching my Nash Bridges. Aye, aye. I've started watching that. Jesus. <laughs> It's quite good, you actually. Might, you might have to enlighten me. I have no idea what that is. Nah, you'd have been too young. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's 1996 it started. So, I don't think... Uh, I don't think... I think we watched it a couple of times. At I remember watching I don't remember much about it, though. I but I remember it was... See, one of the main reasons I remember it is because it was a big deal and it used to get advertised a lot during the wrestling. Stone Cold was in it for like uh, four... And then... Because Stone Cold was in it for like four or five episodes as a guest. Right. And then what they did is they offered him a show... Of his own with that character, right? But he was like, I want to wrestle. So uh, he was right, still okay. wrestling at that point. Uh, see, that's my main memory of it is like mm-hmm. it getting sort of connected like a lot with uh, the, with the wrestling. It's like back in '95 when they used to go on about Beavis and Butthead all the time. Uh, Mental. So that's why I kind of watched it because I, I kind of thought I quite like to see Stone Cold in it, and he's like, he is a recurring character for quite a bit in it. Right. Cool. So nice. What else have you been watching? Eh. Uh, just like old old films, like I watched The Rock again. Oh, it's so oh, good. We watched that fairly recently, didn't so we? It was good. when Sean Connery died. Yeah, as soon as Sean Connery died and Jess had never seen it, and I was like, to the screen, we have to watch this <laughs> film. Demand that it went on, it's so good. It's a brilliant film. Aye. It really is a brilliant film. Aye. I mean, I, I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Lisa doesn't understand why I love him so much, because every brilliant. time she comes in, I've got a Nicolas Cage film on. That's literally, I've, I've downloaded most of his films recently, so I've been like, gone in 60 seconds. Uh, we like, watched one last weekend, what uh, we, we watched Next. Next. Uh, I watched that because that's on Netflix. Aye, uh, aye, we stuck uh, it on. It was not too bad, actually. It's all right, aye. Uh, it, was, it was all right for an hour and a half to, to waste time anyway. Aye. Uh, not one of his best, but it was good. No, I mean, now, it's strange now, he seems to make, I think he had like a tax problem or something like that, like, he didn't pay his tax and, or he owed a lot of money. So he's he's now like one of those kind of guys that just makes movies like like ten movies a year Aye. because it's just like money 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 mm. you know what I mean it's not like art, artistic anymore like it probably was back in the day it's so ridiculous isn't it there's so many of these guys that they make it seems the more money they make the less they want to pay their taxes so like, Bruce, you've got like, so much money just fucking pay uh, it it's like Bruce Willis as well I used to love 
Bruce Willis. Aye. And I still love Bruce Willis's old films. Aye. But now he just makes guff. Now it's just like it's it's like he's he's the main guy on the cover, but he's like in it for fifteen minutes or something. Ah, it's like just go, trying to oh, basically shocking. cash in on his face. Aye, it's shocking. Aye. It really is bad. Aye, definitely. Okay, so before we move on to sort of gaming related chat, do you want to update us on the latest from Domino's Craig? Oh god, here we go. <laughs> Well, basically, the latest is they took the piss out of us again mm. on Twitter. It's fucking raging. I tried to make a... I was just basically trying to put a bit of... You know, I lean on them a bit, a bit of pressure on them, and then they send me back some sort of fucking... I can't even remember what it said, something, but something been delicious. I was raging, honestly, seeing when I read that. I was, was like... That, I, it was a pun or some sort I, of... <laughs> oh, I sat for about five minutes going, do I want to get into a pun war back and forth with them? And I was like... <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how they would take it, so I ended up just leaving it. But see, when I first saw that, oh my god! Honestly, I was for going down the local Domino's and torching the place. And then they've tried to buy you off as well. They uh, have. So there's a new store open just near us, and they've sent me a seventy five percent off voucher to use, Craig. What I mean, what are we going to do? I'm. I honestly, I I was talking to Castles about this, and I was considering making my own dough balls and standing outside the place <laughs> selling them, oh just my to god. just to try and wind them up. <laughs> I just think I'm the biggest idiot ever, but I was like, oh, it's... it's the you, the you, main problem with that, Craig, is you don't know how to make anything. That's what I was about to ask. How, how are you actually cooking? Do you know right. how to make dough? What would you use? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can cook. <laughs> right. Aye, something that's pre-prepared. Like no, I can cook no, beans. I swear to God, we've been through this before. I do a lot of the cooking in this house, <laughs> Right. I do. When it involves putting the oven on Aye, and putting something in it. Putting something in a tray. No. <laughs> like chips. That I can cook chips. <laughs> I'm, I'm being attacked here. This is an absolute outrage. We, there's been a group chat started. There is. That, you, that you created to try and show off. That I created because our, well, my uncle basically thought the same thing. And then I went and cooked a fabulous meal and took about 10 pictures of it and sent it to him to get it right up him. <laughs> And I'll do the same to you. Meal? What was this meal? I can't even remember what it was now. It was a sauce in a jar that you added to chicken. Oh, oh my God. God. You are absolutely... You, you never made a sauce from scratch. Never, right. You've never made a sauce from scratch. I could tell, like, with the, the distant look there right away. I've been absolutely attacked here. It's like, how feel, do I answer this without saying no? <laughs> this feels coordinated. You two have been talking off air. I can't believe you've never made a sauce from scratch. No, I would have. Right. I can't remember when. I would have. Because <laughs> it have. sounds like something normal folk should do. <laughs> I do a lot of the cooking in the house. That is completely right. okay. unfair. I'd say maybe three nights out of seven. That's nearly would... half. Right. But She's saying that like up. it's bad. There's seven days in a week. <laughs> but I mean... The, the, the women the that can't cook a burger. The quality of... Why can't, why can't I cook a burger? When have you ever cooked a burger? Can you cook the burgers? I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. All right, you I thought turn it halfway. All right, a burger that you buy from a packet and Aye. put in a pan. Have you made a burger from scratch? I've got a burger press in the cupboard. Do you know what a burger press is? It's a yep. thing to press burgers right. to make oh. the patties. Aye, do you know how to use it? Aye, <laughs> push it together. <laughs> Stuff inside it. Okay, shall moving we... on. Yeah, I can, we... I can imagine if Craig made a burger, it would be the driest burger oh, ever. I would like, I would like to unseasoned, nothing in it, <laughs> just mince meat. <laughs> Before we do move on, 
I've got an update on your hatred for cheese. Right. I was listening to a podcast, and it, it's actually a podcast I've listened to fo- before, but it brought this back to me. It's an interesting story. Did you know that you're in good company? Jack Nicholson hates cheese. Oh, does he? Did you know this? No. No. Right, I heard this. It's actually from an old wrestling podcast. It's bizarre the nuggets of information you get out of shit like this, right? But Jack Nicholson can't stand cheese. So back when he was filming The Shining, right. the guy, is it Stanley? Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick, the guy, he directed it. Mm-hmm. Basically, he knew that Nicholson couldn't stand cheese and he wanted, he was coming off a film that didn't do particularly well and he really wanted to nail this one. So, the, I don't know if you've seen the film, Jess, obviously before your, before all our times, but you'd like to well, cling to that. Aye. So, in The Shining, Jack Nicholson basically loses his mind and eventually snaps. And to make it as realistic as possible, this is honestly a true story because I looked it up and I checked, I fact-checked it. They basically fed Jack Nicholson at lunch every single day for two weeks cheese sandwiches. They told him that's all they had and they kept it. Like, seemingly Kubrick was like, just keep making sure all we've got is cheese sandwiches. And this went on for two weeks and he says that Nicholson was getting more and more fucked off every single day. And after two weeks, he was like, like, Kubrick was like, he's ready to snap. Do the scene now. And that's when they did this scene. And like... scene with the... Aye, when, he bu- aye, when he busts through the door and apparently aye. like he credits th- how good that scene was and Nicholson looking absolutely fucking psychotic because he'd he fed him cheese sandwiches for two weeks Kubrick was crazy though aye. he oh, was aye. a crazy guy and he was a like, methods and that were just mental well, aye, this is what he did like, I, I, don't, like, I, I looked into it and I couldn't, I, I couldn't figure out I couldn't see anything written about how he made like it basically said he fed him cheese sandwiches for two weeks, but I very much doubt he pinned them down and shoved them in his mouth. Aye, so I presume just catering. They said, aye, I that's think all we've got. I think they filmed up in the middle of nowhere, and they basically were like, "Oh, sorry, Jack, I don't know what's happened. They fucking delivered cheese again, aye. and that was all they had." Oh, it was like two a weeks. hotel up in the Alps or something. Like that. Aye, well, that must have been it. And they basically, I so they stuffed them with cheese sandwiches for two weeks until he snapped. That that reminds me. Of that I might do that to you. <laughs> no, no, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'll literally just barf it back up in the face. <laughs> That'd be uh, quite interesting as well, to be but fair. You know, mind uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you met, like, see the guy, the kind of uncle guy who sells his Tupperware. Right, aye. Um, have you ever noticed in the movie how he's always eating beef? He's always. I can't remember plates, that much about just it. A, he's well, like four or five times in the film. He's literally just got a plate, and all it is is a slice of beef on right. the plate, and he's. Doing the scene, but chomping away at the beef. Right. Apparently, the guy hates beef, and the director <laughs> found out and just made him like eat it, like just to wind him up, basically just to to fuck them. <laughs> it's amazing the stuff that goes on, isn't it? I know. I Me- love shit like that. I love. I know. Remember, I'm, seeing like if, if I'm watching a movie, I'm always on IMDb looking up the trivia because I love that kind of or the shit. Or dot com. I love that shit. I remember we were watching the the movies that made us, and it was Home Alone. And oh, what's the name of the guy that plays Harry again? Can't remember his name now. No idea. He's so famous. Oh, I can't hear. I cannot remember his name. Uh, basically, he couldn't stand early calls. Like, so they wanted to start at seven o'clock every morning, and he was having none of it because he golfed every single morning. Oh, that's right. And so they had a guy that basically had to go around and basically call them for coming onto the set. 
and basically at one day the guy lo- uh, I can't even remember his name now he lost Daniel Stern just looked it up no that's the guy who played Marv oh no Marv's Joe Pesci is it no Joe Pesci's Harry Oh, Joe Pesci, right? Aye. aye. So, uh, aye, Joe Pesci, he basically grabbed him by the throat and, like, dragged him all the way down the corridor and uh, was like, I'm not coming in till nine o'clock. I do nine holes in the morning. I'm fucking sick of this. Aye, and he lost cold. it. Aye. When they, they recorded that whole thing in, what was that, a high school gym or something like that? Mm. Mental. That was a great, that's a great series, that, the movies that made us. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Shall we? So we spoke before about doing a game club where each month we'll pick a game that we all play and discuss. And this month it is Alien Isolation. Craig, do you want to tell our listeners a bit more? I mean, that's sort of it. It's basically we're going to each month we're going to do a game club. We'll decide on a game between us. We'll play through that game. We'll discuss it at the end of the month, and we encourage any listeners to play along with us and send in questions at the end of the month and we'll do our best to answer them or if they want to send in just any thoughts on the game uh, just seems like a good idea for us to also as a community play through a game together and Alien Isolation was one that I've been meaning to play since it came out and I just haven't got to it and I was talking back and forth with you and you were considering playing through it again anyway. I'm started it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've still to start it but um, it was just it was a perfect storm. You were thinking of playing it again. I'd always wanted to play it. It's on Game Pass and it was down to a fiver on the yeah. PlayStation so I thought it was very accessible for everyone. So If it was that's... more than that I probably wouldn't have got I... it but the fact that it was like £5.60 or something like that I just thought, I remember this, but I know some games, so I'll give it a go for five quid. That's the thing, like, I mean, for ages, you used to hear about, all oh, the Steam sales, like, how good the Steam sales were, and we were sitting as console gamers, sort of looking, going, fuck's sake, man, every time we get a sale, it's two quid off, but yeah. now they're starting to catch up, yeah. you get some crazy sales now on the PlayStation, and yeah. Xbox as well, so, mm-hmm. uh, so that we're going to basically play through Alien Isolation. I was considering... I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do this because I've got a lot of games to play. <laughs> I was considering installing the PC version on my laptop and then playing it at work. <laughs> naughty, naughty. As a way, as a way to try and get through it. So I might and that's end up. Been recorded as evidence. Yeah, now. No. <laughs> I, but I'm, I'm not saying for a work. Do you know what? Do you remember that time years ago when you bought me Ellie Noir when it came out? Mm-hmm. I loved Ellie Noir. Right, I played it for about six or seven hours. And then, I don't know if you remember, but Ellie Noir was notorious for like basically destroying systems because it was so advanced. Oh, and it just pulled too much power. Aye, so my PlayStation fucking yellow ringed or whatever. So mm. I went straight out like an idiot and bought another one, right? So I was going to be doing a night shift and I was like, I'd lost all my progress because there was no cloud saves at that time. But I was like, I was annoyed that I'd lost all that progress and it was going to be annoying having to sit and do it all again. So in my head, I decided it would be less annoying if I'm getting paid for it. So I took, oh the, I took. this is honestly how I never get sacked. I took the new PlayStation that I'd just bought, a TV, <laughs> right? And I took it to my work. I bombed, I was doing a 12-hour night shift. I bombed through my work in like four hours. Then over in the corner, I set up a mini living room, Right? TV, PlayStation, can of juice, sitting there playing, and it was about half one in the morning. Somebody came out in a call out, and they came out, and they just walked into the room, and they were like, 
what the fuck is going on here? And I was like, eh. <laughs> and they were like, I think, I th- honestly, I think, see, when they come in, I think they were like, is he squatting here? And I was like, I, I don't live here, by the way. I'm just, uh, I've finished my work. Oh my God. Full fucking TV, the whole setup, man, everything. But I, I mean, I've, I've made, I managed to make the time up, <laughs> to be fair. I've also, I've also been swaying with idea, swithering with idea of, because I, we bought the Oculus Quest 2 mm-hmm. and see trying to get the time to play it. Like, it's so You're ha- not taking that to work. Well, that's the thing. It's <laughs> it's so handy because it's got no wires and stuff like that. So you can basically just, you could run about in a field one, you know what I mean? But I considered once or twice taking that to work. But, I mean, it's just no. the amount of people that could sneak up on you when you've got a VR headset in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be, you'd be getting punted down a flight of stairs before you knew it. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no thank you. But I might play alien isolation at work we'll see okay so back in episode four we decided to do a giveaway for a copy of little nightmares 2 and we are going to do a virtual live draw right now from all those who correctly emailed us the key phrase i don't think there was actually any wrong emails were there no no <laughs> be hard be hard to get it wrong see, honest to god see if there was i'd I had a pre-prepared spiel to write back to them yeah i wonder like because obviously there's hundreds of competitions out there like i wonder how many wrong answers people get because you know sometimes it's like a b or c and you've got to have like read the paragraph above for the answer and things like aye but i think most competitions do like those old ones you would get on like itv when it was like it's just so easy it's just who the scored job. the winning goal for man united yeah. at the weekend was it a david beckham <laughs> was it b the queen or was it c donald trump <laughs> like you know that one and it was like enter now only three pound fifty per call and you'd yeah. be like mom can i call and she'd be like get the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd call anyway and then get battled <laughs> Okay, so we're going to use a random number generator. Craig, do you want to? Uh, yep, just give me a second. Uh, it's on Google here. So we ended up with 132 entrants. So we're just going to... So one... Generate. Okay, so the winning number is number 117. Ooh. As we ended up with, to be honest, way more entrants than I thought we were going to get, I couldn't tell you offhand who that is. So what we'll do is we'll check the emails. I've got, obviously, them all lined up. We'll find out who number 117 is, and I will email that person tonight. Yep, so well done to whoever has number 117. We hope you enjoy. The review scores for the game are in, and it looks set to be... a. Uh, Good play, but we'll talk about that shortly. Imagine how many people are sitting there going, 117 is my lucky number. You know what I mean? Imagine. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who entered. We do plan to do more giveaways in the future, so please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on our social channels as well. Okay, so moving on to this month's biggest releases. We'll go through them one by one and discuss our thoughts and if we think you should play... I was gonna... <laughs> I really want to say snog, marry, or avoid there. You know, like play mm. <laughs> pre-order or ditch i don't know <laughs> right well one of them is mario so i'm no snogging him no no but you can play all four characters you can be a toad that's true that's true would you snog the toad <sighs> if there's money involved i'll do whatever <laughs> i mean sign me up okay so let's start with that so there's super mario Nobody's safe super mario 3d world and bowser's fury is coming out on the switch on the 12th of february Yep, I don't actually know too much about this. I believe it's it's a port, isn't it? It came out on the 
Have you seen an advert for it? No. Aye, it looks really, really good, to be fair. I was talking to one of the PR reps from Nintendo. They're going to send us along a code for it. So I'm looking forward to checking it out, and obviously Nathan will be all about it. Mm. But I'm, I'm, sh- I'm quite keen to play it too. Aye, I th- I'm pretty sure it's like a Wii U... I think it's a port from the Wii U. It's always hard to tell because no one fucking owned a Wii U, you know what I mean? Anything mm. that came out in the Wii U is just like shovelware. And mm. so that's why now they're all bringing all this stuff out on the Switch because folk actually bought the Switch. But certainly I know that the Bowser's Fury stuff, that's new. So um, it's kind of like two games and... I, I think so. I'm yeah. not entirely sure. But it lo- I mean, the footage I saw, I mean, it's Mario, you know what I mean? They yeah, don't make bad Mario well, games. The gameplay is going to be good. Because I think it's, it, you know, it can be like... As you play through the game, there's the different levels or whatever. Some of it's 2D, some of it's like up uh, down, some of it's you know 3D. So it, it seems like it's a, a bit cool. of a big mixed bag, really. Aye, uh, should be good. Uh, and there's also a multiplayer mode. I don't know what that looks like, but ah, uh, it's probably some kind of co-op type of run through where you're. It's a lot of this they tend to do this, but a lot of Nintendo games don't make it so there's like local co-op, so that you can like a lot of them is aimed at like kids but like you can play with your kids so that you can kind of drag them through mm-hmm. although nathan's fucking six and he's dragging me through mm-hmm. games so i did see something about uh i want to call it like white cat mode or something that's like an easy version probably right. meant they, they did that in that last the last 2d mario one remember you could go was it the there was like a purple bunny or something like you could go and you all the only thing that could happen was you could fall down the holes like you basically couldn't take damage mm. that was quite good because that game was brick hard mm. i want to go back to that actually at some point if we get that switch fixed mm-hmm. maybe oh. still earns do you have, yeah we do have two uh, sure. <laughs> uh, okay so next up little nightmares 2 comes out on february the 11th which for all you keen listeners will be the day this podcast drops that's correct. Right, there, that's coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. It looks fucking awesome. The reviews came out today. Uh, basically, every review I saw was positive. Apart, I think Push Square gave it a 6 out of 10, but other than that, everyone was either an 8 or above. It does look cool. Aye. The art direction and everything in the aye, atmosphere. Aye, really looks fucking cool. Awesome. I can't wait. I mean, my day off is on Thursday, and I've been working hundreds of overtime recently, and I know I actually got a text out before I finished work today, begging, like, us to work overtime, and I was like, not a fucking chance, no, I'm gonna play that I'm, I'm gonna sit in my pants and play <laughs> Little Nightmares too. I nearly wrote that back to them. Pants day, no <laughs> chance, I'll work the weekend. But I know, I'll be on that on Thursday, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll not be a very long game either, I imagine. Nah. Maybe like five or six hours, probably. Max, I would say max. Yeah. You could do... You could do it in a day. Aye, oh aye. aye. Well, the how fu- much the fu- is it? Uh, 20 quid. That's alright. Aye, it's a budget title. That's alright for five or six hours. Aye. I is it, is it basically just a new story? So, do, should, you know, should you, should you have played the first one before you play the second one? <sighs> I mean, I, I replayed the first one recently, and I, I don't think... I mean, it's it's got, like, a sort of deeper meaning behind it, but it's more about the sort of creepiness and the gameplay, and I, I can't imagine you would have to have played the first one beforehand. Mm. I mean, you kind of... Yeah. I would recommend playing the first one beforehand because it's yeah. fucking great, but uh, you could certainly jump into the second one without having played the first My one. My OCD wouldn't let me do that. Ah, I'd know, have to play the first one first. <laughs> 
Okay, so another game coming out this month, February 23rd, is Taxi Chaos. I think this looks quite cool, actually. <laughs> looks really fucking cool. Have you seen this, Andy? No. Is it like Crazy Taxi yeah. for the Dreamcast? It's not like Crazy Taxi. It, it is. fucking <laughs> is. is. Cra- aye. Right. Basically, what they've done is they've went, let's, let's remake Crazy aye. Taxi. We'll call it Taxi Chaos. Hope nobody gets involved from legal and... It looks it looks really fun. Yeah, so it's coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Aye, that's right. Aye. And instead of New York City, it's New Yellow City that you're of driving course. around in aye. a yellow cab. Aye, because you wouldn't want to get the state of New York coming after you when you've basically bumped an entire game from twenty years ago. <laughs> but no, it looks really good. I'm looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it, actually. Uh, yeah, it's, it, you don't get a lot of games like that, you know what I mean? Like, That's it, a bit different. Aye, Crazy Taxi, it feels like the type of game that should have been ripped off a thousand times, but it's not really been, to be mm. fair. So It's very arcade Aye. So there's an arcade mode, there's a like, free roam, or there's a pro mode if you want to be, you know. A pro taxi driver, if that's right, your look, career goal, then the, the chances are I'll be avoiding that because I'm not <laughs> fucking pro at anything, but uh, no, it looks really good. I'm really looking forward to it. I don't think I've played Crazy Taxi since the, since the Dreamcast. So yeah, I never had the Dreamcast, but I always knew about Crazy Taxi because it got a lot of advertising back in the day. Aye, that'd be good. We'll need to get a hold of it. And next up is Persona Five Strikers. That's coming out on the twenty third of February as well, and it's available on PlayStation, Switch, and PC. I know almost nothing about this game. I have I'm, no interest in this game at no, all. No, I don't as well. I, put, I mean, basically, I made a list of the biggest releases for February. It is. It's going to review really highly. The people that like Persona are going to be jizzing in their pants. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. I'm like, not either. I'm sure it's going to be great, but um, I don't know that much about it. I just I wanted to call it out just because I know that it is a big release. But, I mean, I, I don't know much. See, to be honest, Persona 5 is in the PlayStation Plus collection, so I do own that now, and it's one of the like top three highest rated games on PlayStation 4. Like, it's meant to be fucking amazing, and I've always thought of trying it, but I'm put off by the fact that apparently it takes about 120 hours to complete, oh, and no. I'm just like, I don't know, like, see, mm-hmm. it's a genre that I've never tried. Like, well, I suppose Not it's funny. a JRPG. I have played Final Fantasy VII, but... It's I, I I would need see if it was ten hours long. I'd be like, right, I could commit to this. I'll see out the ten hours, no matter if I'm having a good time or a bad time, and then I can I'll know if I like this or not. But the thought of having to start a hundred and twenty a hundred and twenty hour game, you know, I mean, I don't want to do five hours and then bounce like yeah. So I, I but it, it's certainly one of the biggest releases. So we wanted to give it give it its due. Okay, let us know your thoughts if you are a Persona fan. Oh, they will. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, and next up and last on our list is Retromania Wrestling. comes out on the 26th of February on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch and PC. Yeah, buzzing for this one. This this looks fucking excellent, to be fair. It's been delayed for over a year now. just keeps getting delayed. But it's basically the successor to WrestleFest in the arcade. Oh, I remember that. Aye, uh, it looks, honestly, you need to check out a trailer of yeah. it. It looks fucking excellent they've got a few real guys in it as well like the legion of doom are in it i can't tommy dreamers in it like there's a there's a there's a like there's a few well they're not in this one but no 
they've got but they've got a couple of indie guys in it and stuff like that like it looks it looks really really good it's got the exact same art style and I don't know. The one thing I'm worried about with it is that I think it's only really exhibition. I don't think there's a career mode at launch. Unless that's been added in. The last time I checked, there wasn't going to be a career mode at launch. And I don't think at launch there's a creator wrestler. And those are two things that kind of like give you some longevity because you could you could basically... Like, you know it's like many of the wrestling games? You can create just about everyone. Well, like with Fire Pro Wrestling. I Fire Pro, you could literally create every wrestler known to man yeah. and despite the limitations of the graphics, you can instantly be like, oh, and that's do any move. Big Bully Busick for 91 and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So the fact that it could be missing that might hinder it a bit, but it looks really, really cool. Like, I'm really excited for it. Like, WrestleFest is our childhood, do you know what I mean? Like, I remember... Mm-hmm. I stay a couple of miles away from an airport. That's what I was thinking. That's where we played it. And and, and the airport, they used to have the arcade machines. And we would, like, I mean, what, eight-year-old? Yep. Walk walk to the airport. Walk walk through the airport back then because there wasn't as much security. So you'd actually walk through. You could have gone on a flight, probably. You'd be walking across the runway. Fucking flights are taking off. Aye. (laughs) Like, it's mental. Like, I wouldn't, I mean, like, these days you wouldn't let, like, an eight-year-old out by themselves, but we literally, we would go a handful of change, Mm -hmm. and we would strut two miles down to the airport, and then spend the full day there, playing, like, lights of WrestleFest, or Time Crisis and stuff. Time Cop and stuff like that, Aye, great, great times. WrestleFest is... I know. It's just so much nostalgia. As soon as you said WrestleFest, like what popped into my head was playing it at the airport. Aye, so I don't know. Just being able to play that again, it's going to be re- or play the spiritual successor to it. It's going to be really good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so that wraps things up for our biggest releases for February. If you do pick any of them up, please let us know how you got on and your thoughts. Moving on to what we've been playing this week, Craig, do you want to start us off? Sure, no problem. First of all, just get out of the way. I played two absolutely shit little cheap games just to get the Platinum Trophy. I was messaging you about one of them, Andy. It was called The Language of Love. Is that because it's Valentine's this week? What big plans have you got, eh? Uh, no, it was because it was a fiver and you could get a Platinum in a minute. Right. That's why I played it. Don't have a clue what it was about. It was a visual novel. Are we just glossing over the Valentine's comment there? Aye. Right. I've got obviously no cooking your dinner, that's for sure. <laughs> Fuck you. I swear to God. <laughs> Anyone listen to this? Basically what's happening here is I'm being bullied into cooking a meal on Friday and making a moan sauce, well, apparently. It's, it's yeah. Sunday for a start, so... What did I say? It's Friday. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> right, moving on. The lang- see, on the, see on the food calendar. Uh-huh. One, to be fair, one thing he does know how to make is a steak because he was brought up making steaks. Aye, do you remember that, mom. Andy? I used to, from the age of seven, I used to have to cook steaks. Like a couple of days a week for my mum. She taught me how to make them, I and I would make steak in a peppercorn sauce. I had to go to the butchers and get the meat and everything myself. (laughs) She just (laughs) sat me down. (laughs) He's not not noticed this, obviously, but see on our food calendar, I did did write steak, question mark, on Sunday. Did you? Yeah. There you go, that's easy for you. Look, all that anyone is doing right now is they paused the podcast and went, did she say a fucking food calendar? <laughs> what is a fucking food calendar? This is the type of regimented life I have to lead. That's a good well, point. A, Actually, what is this about? It's a fucking calendar. 
right? You, when you it have... tells you what you're having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's like fucking prison. Well, it tells you you don't get to choose. No, no. I, I write it for the ah, week. she writes it down. Ah, right. This is it's basically to stop me ordering takeaways every night. Got you. Aye. That's a good thing. Exactly. Right. Try to keep the family healthy. All right. That's all I'm doing. Back, trying, trying to get some greens in you. Back to picking on me, good. Right. right anyway, language of love. <laughs> uh, don't have a clue what it's about. It's a visual novel. Uh, you Most of these visual novels are easy platinums. It takes maybe about 10, 15 minutes and you have to get a couple of different endings. But this one, you literally press X and it goes through all this shit and then oh it just God. fucking the pops fact the that trophies. You even spent, I don't even care, like five minutes playing this so you can get a platinum. It's good it's stuff. baffling to me. It good really stuff. Is. The second one was called Vida Blank, Ghost in the Castle. That's another visual novel, but this one you had to do, you had to press X a few times. All right. right. Strenuous activity. <laughs> Aye, honestly, like my wee thumb was sore. So this the end one was of it. a lot harder. It wasn't quite tapping a jar, but my wee thumb was quite sore after it. But it was alright. It was, it was another platinum. Basically, I think I'm up to 181 now, so no big deal. What an achievement! Thanks. It's not an achievement. It's a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm doing alright with my achievements as well, though. I've been doing okay with them. Uh, aye. So if you get, if you knock those two in the head, I've also been playing the medium which is the Xbox exclusive. I'm probably about halfway through it now. I really like it. It's it's good. It, there's no combat in it, or certainly so far. It's just basically going about the sort of light puzzle solving to get to other areas, and then there's some stealth because you, you can't engage with the enemy. But it's good. It, like, it just it really reminds me of the likes of like Alan Wake and stuff like that, and Silent Hill a bit, apart from the Obviously, the fact there's no combat. It's just got a really cool kind of atmosphere to it and there's stuff no like that. no combat in the medium. No, it's, well, I'm over two hours in now, and, or well, we're about three hours in, there's been none so it's just, far. It's just atmospheric and puzzle solving. Aye, kind of aye. It's, and it's light puzzle solving, but the story and like what's going on and the environments and stuff like that, they're all quite interesting. Like I'm not trying to say it's some game of the year or anything like that, but I don't know. Like There was a lot of stuff when it ended up getting like a sort of mid-70s in Metacritic, like obviously all the fucking idiots are jumping, oh, there's Xbox, shout out another shit game. And it's not, it's a good game. Like you get games that are 70s in Metacritic, but they're fun. And it's, this is what that is. It's good. I would recommend it. I'll hope to finish it over the, over the next week, probably before the next podcast. The other game I've been playing is called Disjunction, which is a game we got a code through for. I when they sent a code through, I didn't even know what it was. It looked sort of interesting, but then there was something that caught my eye. I think it was actually like I, I think it popped up on my YouTube or something like that. And it's like a two D stealth game. You play as like a private investigator, and you're trying to investigate what's happened in this sort of cyberpunk world. But I've never seen stealth be done like this in two D. Like it's it's not two D as in like Mario, like you're going left to right. You can still sort of move about, like kind of like the old style Zeldas, but it's it's really quite involved. Like it's you, isometric. Aye, like you you sneak about. Like you can even hide the bodies. Like when you take someone out, like you can do lethal or non lethal, and then you can like drag the bodies and stuff like that. Like it, it's it's pretty cool in the story so far. Although I'm not that far into it, is pretty intriguing. There's like a mystery to it. So I'm looking forward to seeing that out. I don't think it's that long a game either, but it's only £12, I think it was, when I checked, and I would definitely recommend that. And 
the last game for me this week is one that Andy's played as well. We both checked it out. Is the HD unreleased sort of beta of Goldeneye. Basically, back in 2007, I think it was, Rare was supposed to release a remake or a remaster of Goldeneye. It never got to the point where it was announced formally. And Nintendo, from what we understand, Nintendo at the last minute said, no, you can't put this out. So it just never saw the light of day. And then some good Samaritan <laughs> leaked it in the last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so through the magic of emulation, we have been able to check it out. And it's fucking really cool. It's it's not a great game because it's still Goldeneye from 96. It's more and nostalgia. I like I don't know like people can say oh it's the best game ever it was at the time it's yeah. fucking certainly not it was now at the time, aye the aiming now is abysmal it's shocking aye but as much frustration as you're having with the controls and try to play it you're loving every minute of it because it just teleports you back know, to your eleven year old self the music takes you back aye so fucking cool it's so cool and like there's a if you press RB on the xbox controller you can switch between the old graphics and the new graphics i actually put a sort of comparison up on twitter and it's so the difference is mental like the the new graphics are what you think it looked like in 97 and then when you press the button to go back to what it looked like you're shocked now you wonder how you were able to play it just i but that 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 was good at the time (laughs) i mean i I never had a 64 and i remember going to your house and playing goldeneye and i nearly had to pick my jaw up off the ground i was like how did graphics get this good i know it just looks super real aye it's amazing how things change oh it's mad it's crazy i do think that we're reaching like a kind of an apex though like there's no way that some of these games just now that we'll look at in 10 years and go that looks crap like do you know what I mean it's getting to a point where there's not that much better they can get because even now you can play older games from the 360 and it's still like that's not too bad some of the bigger AAA games you know what I mean yeah like back in 97 like we were saying oh it's never going to get better than this but that's just (laughs) because we thought it was just technical limitations whereas it's almost photorealism now like unless you basically go into VR when it is basically right in front of you and it's real then you can't get much better I don't think I want that either though I want to know I'm playing a game (laughs) you know what I mean yeah I, I like the fact that I want to sit down with a controller and just play what I know as a game. Aye. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be like it looks like real people. I mean yeah. I know it looks like real people and it, it it does like Aye. some games do look amazing, but you can tell it's computer generated. Yeah. I don't want it to look like actual folk. Well on the, on the other end of the spectrum we've got my brother in law, Jess's brother, who is massively into VR, he's buying a haptic vest. What the hell? Right? You can buy these haptic vests so that if he's playing a VR shooter and he gets shot, he feels it. Wow. Which I don't know if I want, but I want to try. <laughs> like, I'm definitely going for a shot. How much is this? Do we I know? I don't even know. He's mental. Like, he loves it. It sounds so cool. Oh my God. I, don't, like, it, I think it just sounds like a shock to you. Like... So it certainly gives you some impetus not to get killed yeah. and rolling about the ground, get like 50 yeah. volts in you. <laughs> so uh, that's all I've been playing this week. Uh, what about yourself, Andy? Uh, I'm still on Valhalla because it's so massive. <laughs> so 
been playing that and then uh, Alien Isolation. Cool. Uh, Game Club game, so... Where, how, are you much further into Valhalla? Or like, uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I've, I've made some headway. Uh, there's not as many lights on the map anymore for extras and stuff like that. I'm sure, I'm sure stuff will pop up, as they tend aye. to do in Ubisoft games. You think you're about to clear it, and then you take five paces to the left, and about ten things populate. But I'm, I'm really enjoying it, though. It's, it's, it keeps on opening up more and more and more. Uh, Have you got to a bit, any bits where you found that there's like built-up areas? Aye, aye, right. Yeah. So I, I never got that far. Like I, I got to England and I sort of started exploring about, but I haven't got to any. I don't know, like towns and like, yeah. Well, there's, you can go to London, and London's kind of big, and then there's loads of there is loads of different places. Uh, cool. It's kind of built up like castles aye. and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to that. Like I think I, I think when I go back to, it, I think I'm going to really enjoy it. Like um, you need to kind of stick with it and kind of give it. You can't really play it for an hour and then leave it. you've really got to like kind of put in a wee bit of time with it. Aye. Um, I I've, I'm trying to think. No, for a while, Assassin's Creed 3 was the one Assassin's Creed game that I hadn't completed, but I went back and I did complete that. So actually, I have. I've completed every single Assassin's Creed game. So I'm definitely going to go back to it, but I, I just I need, to, I, need to, I need to get back to it, basically. This, this is my... Because I've played every Assassin's Creed aye. game because I've always enjoyed them. Uh, and I always find them like value for money as well. Oh, aye, big time. Um, my favourite before this one was always Brotherhood. Right. Back in the day. Um, that was a good one. But but now it's probably this one. I would right, say this a lot of folks say the same. Uh, really enjoying it. See, my favourite, I'm very much in the minority here, but I think, well, ugh, I don't know. I, would, I, would, I don't want to go as far as say favourite because there's so many good ones, but I loved Syndicate. See the, oh, one that was, was see the one that's yeah. set in England. Like the A lot of people didn't good. like it because it was a little bit more modern, but I loved that. I loved the... Um, what did they use? The, 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 uh, what do you call it? When you could beam up to the ceiling? Oh, the grappling hook. Grappling hook. Fuck me. It's been a long day. Aye, the grappling <laughs> hook. Like It's the only one that had that. and you just There was so much ease of movement, and aye, I really enjoyed it. I loved Syndicate. I've, I, I went through it twice now. I've always wanted to go back to Black Flag as well, but I've just never had the chance. Black but that, that was, was good. really good. I remember after that thinking, please just make a really good pirate, pirate game. game. Yeah. Uh, it was With almost held back because it was a Assassin's mm. Creed game. See when like, was Blackbeard was in it and stuff like that, I was like, this is so cool. See the first time you came across a man of war? Uh, the massive ships. Uh, and you're like, fuck. Because uh, I remember like... I, I, I'd searched for ages for one and I found one and they literally tore me to shreds in like five seconds. Oh, was, I was like, fucking hell, and it's massive as well. It was just awesome looking. That was the first game on the PlayStation 4 as well. Like, and it just looked amazing. It was such a fucking good game. Yeah, really, 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 really good. I, I, I just, I wanted Ubisoft to make just a pirate game and then they announced that Skull and Bones and everyone thought, oh, that's going to be great. And then it's like, no, no, it's just the ship combat. You are the boat. Everyone was like, fuck off. And then they've went very, very quiet on it. Okay, so we shall move on to some news. We've just been discussing Ubisoft. Uh, they have announced that there's yet another delay for Prince of Persia. There's no specific date given at this time, but we assume that it will drop in the second half of 2021. Uh, this was probably the most inevitable delay known to man like when when they first showed this off last year it looked like shit mm. like i honestly 
I mean, there was no way this was the case, but when they first showed it off, I honestly thought, is there a chance they've accidentally shown you footage of the original instead of the remake? Because it looked like a fucking PS2 game. It looked awful. I couldn't believe they they were they were trying to pass this off as something that people would want to play. I like Prince of Persia, but for fuck's sake, redo it. Mm. So I think they took this on board and it's been delayed once and they've obviously looked at it and went, once isn't enough, we better we better sort our shit out here. So I, I don't think we'll see it into the second half of the year because they're going to have to... I mean, they get a right fucking bit of stick for, the, for how bad it looked. It looked awful. It really did. It looked like a PlayStation 3 game and you can't cut that in 2021. So... No. The gameplay's always been good on them, so I'm sure it'll be fun. And it doesn't need to look amazing. It's just a remaster, but put some effort in. And I like Ubisoft. I'm sure they will, but aye, they, need to, they need to get it right. Okay. Halo Master Chief Collection, the collected works of developers Bungie and 343 Industries in the Halo canon, is set to come to a new platform with speculation rife around an epic store or Nintendo Switch release after the news was teased in a recent Halo Waypoint blog post. What do we think? Oh, what do you think? Could you see it coming to... It'd be cool if it was the Switch, but I don't even know if the Switch would run it. Oh, no, I don't think so either. No, I think it'd have to be... Remember they did with Hitman, it was... Like Hitman 3 technically released on the Switch, but it was cloud-based. Like You had to play it over the internet. Mm. I suppose they could do that, but... I don't Why do you get that? Because you get that with FIFA as well, the Switch. There's like some things you can't do in FIFA. It's really weird. It's just the limitations. Like the yeah. Switch, the Switch is not a powerful console. Like I don't, I don't notice it that often. Like when I play the Switch, mostly I play it in the handheld mode, and like you play the games and the graphics look good. But then there's been the odd time, thanks to him punting it down the stairs, where we've had to put it on the big TV and see if you put the Switch hook up to a 4K TV, it does not look good. Like, most of those games are rendered at, like, 720p, and they, they don't look great. Like, the Switch is an, a, a massively underpowered... It was massively underpowered during the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, so it's fucking worse now. So, I So I would imagine it's probably the Epic Store it's coming to, which... It's, it's not exactly... It's not exactly great. I mean, it's out on PC. You can get it on Xbox Game Pass, and I think it might even be on Steam. So been able to get it on a different PC platform. I mean, who gives a fuck? Mm. But I, I've got a feeling that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be a bit of a shit, a bit of a is, shit is announcement. Is there any but word of like, Nintendo bringing it on next-gen console? There's been lots of people... I've heard people talking about like a Switch Pro, which they were talking about what they would bring out. But like at this point, like all they could really do with it is make the graphics look a bit better because they would still have to have the games running on the original Switch. And the Switch is sold really well for them I as know, well. it's the kind of stuff. It's kind of like a double-edged sword because if you've got something that's selling really well, it's like the kind of conundrum with Grand Theft Auto. Because Grand Theft Auto's been out since, what, 2013? And it's still in the top 10 of most countries. And I read an article as well that said uh, in 2020, more people played it than ever. Aye, so people are still down. playing this game and it's making millions and millions for Rockstar so the thing is do they come out with a new game and potentially Aye. not make as much money because people might not like the new game because Dan Hauser's not involved in it Aye. you know what I mean so creatively it might not I mean they said that he's left a blueprint for them yeah. to follow but he 
the thing is, he's the main creative force behind it. Totally. So he's not there anymore. Aye. So are people going to not like the new GTA? And then, well, potentially they could just go back to the old one, but they might lose out in money Aye, because might. people will like, move away from it. If they had a Grand Theft Auto 6 ready to release tomorrow, that's a risk. Because it's going to mm. pull folk away from Grand Theft Auto okay. 5. And if they don't like 6, you don't know for sure they'll go back to 5. They might just bounce. Uh-huh. And like it, like you say, it's just such a constant moneymaker that like, although Rockstar and Take-Two are richer than they could ever need to be, yeah, you, still so don't want to leave, you still don't want to leave money on the table. Like it's If you were the person making that financial decision, it's you need to watch, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I know you're right. And like I, I don't know, Like I feel like they, maybe they will do a Switch Pro, but I almost feel like it's like a pointless thing to do. Like the Switch has been out now for a good four or five years. Like I, I would hold off a year and then bring out a Switch Two, or they won't call it the Switch Two, but basically the same concept again, but make it much stronger. Mm-hmm. Because if they just make it a Switch Pro, like I said, it could it could be much more powerful. But they're not gonna be able to use it because they're still gonna have to release everything on the normal Switch. Whereas if you release a Switch 2, then you can start bringing exclusive games out on that that are more in line with 2022, you know what I mean? That's that's the kind of issue when you get new generation consoles, is for maybe a year or two, they're still releasing for the old consoles. So you don't get that kind of... It's it's always near the the end of a generation where you get really, really, really good games because at that point... The developers are more in tune to how to work the system and use the system uh-huh. to its best capabilities. Sony are the best at that uh, as well. You look and at really Ghost get of Tsushima. Out of it, you know, get all the juice out of it, and that's when you start to see all the amazing games like, uh-huh. at the end, I think. Uh-huh. Oh, I definitely. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's all right for us to sit here and go, I want a proper next gen experience and stuff like that. But, like, if I was greenlighting a game right now and my I was betting the house on this new game that was coming out like there's been four and a half million playstation 5 sold like do i want to just release it in playstation 5 to four and a half million potential exactly. people or you want the playstation the 5 which is sold over 115 million like yeah. you want you want that pool of players mm-hmm. like so i it's did it's, you it's mean, just the, did you mean to say playstation 4 then what did i say five five <laughs> uh, playstation 4 but like you, you want to cater to the biggest audience because you want to make the most money in it you'd be daft otherwise okay moving on so resident evil village will be much longer than its predecessor resident evil 7 resident evil 7 was released back in 17 and according to how long to beat.com lasted around nine hours Uh, i didn't actually it seems quite short for for a resident evil game well, no, it's, it's Resident Evil 7 lasted nine hours. This one's going to be longer. Ah, right. But, I, like, I didn't, to be fair, I didn't completely finish Resident Evil 7. It's still one that I need to get back to. I thought it was shorter than nine hours, but I, when I looked it up, that's what they said. So, but right enough, but... Remember, I'm enjoying it. I would be quite happy if the new one was just nine hours. Like, there's, there's a fine balance between you want to get the best bang for your buck, mm-hmm. but, like, there's so many games that I finished that I'm like, that would have been better if it was five hours shorter mm-hmm. like sometimes it just it drags out a bit and especially i've noticed it more seasons like i started reviewing games and stuff like that. like i've always got like a ton of games that i need to play and so like i think i over time i've became more sort of aware of 
like games respecting my time like if a game's five hours like i'm quite happy with that because i'm like right it was a focused experience i got through it now i can go to the the next thing but that's that's me thank you game for being respectful of my time (laughs) but you know what i mean like there's so there's so many there's so many games like one of the thing ones i always look back to and i love the game but like the last of us two and uncharted four I the thought last of us two did go on. But they were I, I was padded. surprised at how long it kept on going. I thought it was too long. Yeah, because then you played as Abby as well. Aye. Like you played as uh, Ellie, and then like half the game was Abby, and it was just like it was. But it, even after then, you went back. Like it, it just it aye. never seemed to like. And I loved game, it. Obviously. I I absolutely loved it. The same one. See when Uncharted Four finished, they gave you all these stats, like these weird as fuck stats, and one of them was how much time you spent climbing. And I finished the game and it said I spent like two and a half hours climbing. And I was like, that's a bit excessive. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. Do developers like, I don't know, budget the time that they're going to give to it? Like, do they say, I want to make a 10 hour game? Or does it sort of I think shift? I think it probably probably changes based on developers. Like, I, yeah. I, I do think, like, a lot of the time, like, see the likes of Naughty Dog with The Last of Us 2, like, because they weren't putting the multiplayer in at this time, mm-hmm. I think they maybe overcompensated by making it longer than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of, like, one example I always point to, remember the PlayStation 4 exclusive, it gets slaughtered for being too short. The Order, oh, 1886. See, to me, that game was perfectly long enough. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. No, it wasn't long enough. I thought it was. It I thought it was. There, it was, was, there it was, was folks saying they completed it in two hours. It took me six, and I was happy with that. But it kind of it kind of finished as if like it should. That's that's the game basically kind of starting. I am not saying I am not saying it was paced fantastically. It felt but like, if see to me, it felt like a tech demo almost. Mm. You know what I mean? Like let let's show you what the the, the PlayStation's capable of. It looked it amazing. Fucking certainly did that because was, I, I went back to it last year. It still looks amazing. Ah, it does. It really does look amazing. It's it's a basic game though. It's a basic. Ah, it, it was. I but I don't know. Like I just, I mean, that's an example of something that gets slaughtered for not being long enough. But ah. I don't mind. Like I honestly like, and I, I realize like I'm 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 almost certainly in the minority with this. But like I quite like. See, when I see a game that's and they say oh it's only three four hours, I'm delighted. Because I know I'm going to be able to get through that. Like that's because you play so many games, though. Aye, because you want to get through so much. Aye, Whereas, look, that's you, what I'm saying. It's, might, di- it's different for me. Ah, you might be like not getting the experience that I might get because you're powering through a game. Whereas uh, I, I really take my time and and looking every nook and cranny. You know oh, don't get me wrong. I tr- I try and do that as well, but like I think that's why sometimes. Like I always take see like see like you're saying with order. There's people say, "Oh, I completed that in three hours." It took me six, right. and like people say, like I don't know, those people that completed Cyberpunk in thirty-five hours it took me a hundred and thirty. Like because I play about like you, like we, we've spoken about this before. We play at our own pace. Yeah. That's why we don't like playing like multi uh, co-op games. Yeah, because like, you can't do it. Because I, I would just be like fanning about looking at stuff. Aye, the first thing... Like, that guy's waiting at the door going, come on! Aye, hurry up, hurry up! Whereas, like, we're both the same. Like, you get dropped into a map, the first thing I do is turn around in case there's something behind me. Yeah. And then I start looking about and I'm exploring. Yeah. Whereas, like, I, I if you're playing with somebody else, they're like, hurry up! Let me go on to the next mission. And I'm like, shut up, you dick. You like to play in your own pace. Okay, so last on our news list 
is that a big overhaul of Bioware Flop Anthem has been in the works for over a year now. But according to Bloomberg, this week EA will evaluate whether the update title Anthem Next will continue development or be cancelled. You, you played Anthem, didn't you? I, I played the demo. Right. Because I just I thought it looked quite cool. Did I? Bit of a disappointment. I played the demo as well, and it was like Iron Man the game. Yeah, I, got, uh, I, th- I thought it, the concept was quite cool, but it just did not hit the mark at all. And I don't yeah. care for this either. I don't think this will. This is this is them because they this was supposed to be a big AAA title. It was supposed to be a new IP for them. Uh, it was kind of it was the with. Destiny killer, wasn't it? Yeah, that they could go ahead with, and it just didn't work. So I think this is them trying to salvage it. And I just don't think it's worth salvaging. No, I think if this if if what Bloomberg says is right and they are going to make a decision this week, I think they're going to can it because the the fuck is dead on arrival. It's got no chance. Like no. even if it came out now and it's it was tainted. a good game, I totally tainted. Folk it's won't give it a chance. Long. It's been too long. Nobody gives a fuck. Like this game is a service thing. It was a great idea at the time, but they missed their window. And there's too many of these games now, and people only like the thing with these games as a service is you have to commit so much time to them. So all the people that like games as a service games, they've got Destiny. They've got The Division. They've got this game that they play. Like, I just don't think anybody's going to... Nobody's interested. Like, it's yeah. it, they're off to a loser with it, and I think they need to... I, I feel bad about it. Like, I don't want EA to fail. I'm not an EA hater, but I think they need to, they need to just bin it. Move on. Aye, definitely. Definitely. There's no way. Okay. As always, we like to give you our pick of the week, and this week it is, unsurprisingly, Little Nightmares 2. We've already talked about it, and as mentioned, it releases on the 11th of February. If you do pick it up and play, do get in touch and let us know your thoughts. Definitely. I mean, we couldn't really do a giveaway for a new game and then not give it game of the week. That'd be a bit <laughs> a bit, a bit mm-hmm. shit. But I mean, I think it will be the game of the week. It looks, early reviews look good. The, the game looks phenomenal. I think anyone that's looking for something this week, something a bit different, a puzzle platformer with a kind of creepy vibe, I think you should look into it, definitely. Okay, thank you. And we will move on to our listener questions we always love to hear from you and we've had a few people write into us this week so kerry has said how do you pick the news items for each podcast that's mainly you craig isn't it (laughs) although i as most of me that's been picking it out but it's to be honest i look for i look through the news and i just look for stuff that i think we would have something to say on so it's not always like people might listen to this podcast and go that wasn't the four biggest news items of the week but maybe whatever the biggest news item of the week is I know we've got fuck all to say about mm-hmm. so there's no point in me reading it out like, well it's I, already I, been rehashed too many times I, like, I very much doubt there's many people listening to this podcast looking to get their weekly gaming news Like, so this is more of a conversational podcast so I want to, I want to pose news items, questions that we've got stuff to say on so it's basically just that that's that's really the, the sort of science behind it. If there is something that you would like us to discuss, then do please give us a shout. Mark asks us in the sort of nostalgic vein, what is your favourite N64 game? That should be more me because I had an N64, I suppose. Well, I had one as well. You didn't have one. No, I did, not well, not until later on. Mm-hmm. But I certainly played it enough because I spent half my childhood at your house, yeah. and then another half at Castle's house, and they both had one. So mm-hmm. I've got an answer. But you go first, Andy. 
Oh, well, I've got a few, to be honest with you. So oh, aye, greedy bastard. Aye. Wait a while. I'll just, I'll, I'll get comfy. I've got a few honourable mentions. I, I, I think my favourite uh, N64 game was Perfect Dark. Right. That, that is my favourite. I mean, I love Goldeneye. I was just about to say, Perfect Dark, the shit Goldeneye. But, no, but Perfect Dark was better in every way. Like, the gameplay was better, like, the graphics aye. were better, the AI was better. It was just everything Goldeneye wasn't gameplay wise and stuff, you know what I mean? But it, was it just... wasn't Bond, and Bond was so Golden, cool. Goldeneye was cool. Aye. It was cool. Especially when you've seen the film and then you're playing the game. Aye. Um, but for me, Goldeneye, uh, Perfect Dark, sorry, is, is one of my favourites. But there's a couple of random ones that like I don't know if a lot of people remember. I mean, obviously remember Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, that that would have to be my pick. Is that yours? Yeah, I mean, uh, I played it to the death. Like it was amazing, like yeah. trying to collect all the stars. Mm-hmm. Was, I, rem- I remember game. being. I think it was at Castle's house. He called me around, and he's like, "You need to see this." It was the first ever three D. I think it was the first ever three D game I played, and I just remember seeing this sort of bit where you first start out in the castle going to the top of the hill and then just sliding down in your ass, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe it I was like this is fucking unbelievable oh, it's amazing, until it? like end of the levels you like jumped in the pictures and stuff aye <laughs> I, I was I was honestly just blown away game. by that I know it's definitely one but there's a, there's more like most of these are actually rare games that's the thing because I, I think that we were saying earlier well I said earlier that I thought like rare was like the rock star back then Aye, they were you know good. I mean? They're Aye. just like they were the best developer. I'm sure they're still about doing stuff today. They are. They, they were the ones that put out Sea of Thieves. They're ah, owned really cool. by Xbox now. Right. Um, like back then, I would buy everything that came out for, for Rare because I just thought they were amazing. Aye. So there's like a really random game called Blast Corpse. I don't know if many people played it, right? So I've heard of it. I've heard people saying about how much they liked it, but I've never played it. The game, it's, it's a strange game. Basically, it's like the concept is there's this runaway like train and right. it's got like a nuclear missile on it or something right Right. and it's running through towns like basically I don't know if it, it can be a train because that's on tracks so let's say it's a vehicle or some sort right. and it's on the loose and basically you get all these different kind of vehicles like JCBs and tanks and stuff like that and it's your job to clear the way for it uh-huh, so it just right. keeps on coming but uh, just back then I just remember it being amazing cause so it's like basically- speed Kind of, but like you and you don't want to let the you don't want to let the thing go under fifty mile an hour. Uh, that's another film I watched recently as well. Actually. Fucking great, isn't it? Uh, a bit of Sandra Bullock. I did not tickle, watch tickle. Speed Two though. I've, I've never seen Speed Two. Oh, shocking! I need to watch it at some point though. Oh, it's really bad. I can uh, imagine. But anyway, Blast Corps. Basically, you're just like bashing everything out of the way. Right. So it's just back then it was awesome because you didn't really get that a lot of destruction, and I think it was one of the first games that kind of like done that like big scale. Right. I just remember it being amazing. And then as well, Wave Race. You know, no play Wave Race. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Wave Race 64. It, just the gameplay was amazing. It was on like uh, jet skis. Oh, right. And it's just a racing game. I, I remember a game for the Game Boy, but I don't know if it's... That it's, maybe. Oh, like maybe yeah. updated. Maybe. Could be. But I just, I don't really like racing games, but Aye. I remember loving Wave mm-hmm. Race because the, just the mechanics were quite cool. Uh, and then Conquer's Bad Fur Day. You ever play that? Again, that rings a bell, but... It was one of those... It's a strange game, because it, it kind of like... It looks like a kiddie... Because you play as like a wee uh, squirrel. Right. Well, I think it's a squirrel. Um, and it just it looks like a kiddie kind of game. 
It's a platformer, yeah. It's a platformer. It's right. a really, really, really good platformer. It's rare again. You know <laughs> what I mean? But it's kind of like adult themed as well. So like, uh-huh. kind of like the dialogue and stuff like that. There's no dialogue, but like the, when you read it, quite funny. It's kind of adult themed in a way. All right. So it was it was like really weird playing it because you will. I was expecting a kiddie game, and then it was kind of more adult themed and just it was kind of weird. Sure. It was a good game, and then the last one I've got is No Mercy. Aye, because it's fucking Cause that amazing. Was amazing. <laughs> that was just amazing. Just remember spending so much time. Playing that game, aye, all aye. I mean, certainly, like for me, it would be Goldeneye and Mario, Mario sixty four, and the wrestling games. I don't like, I, like I say, I, my main experiences with N sixty four was staying at your house and staying at Castle's house and playing yeah, it, so you and Mario Kart, I, I had, yeah. Mario Kart as well. But I did go back and get an N sixty four after the fact, but it wouldn't have been to like. 2005 or something like that so at that point like you wouldn't just go back and try random games yeah you went back and played the big games yeah and i all the i loved all the wrestling games like even the wcw ones were really good like oh, wcw NWO NWO revenge. revenge i mm. all those were really cool like i used to be a big fan of buff bagwell and he'd come in and do his wee strut and stuff <laughs> it's fucking great uh that just that engine that that engine for those know, wrestling games was fucking I, brilliant. Who was the developer? Ike or something? AKI. AKI. They're, it's, it's them that are doing yeah. the AEW game. I know. That, that's going to be awesome, is, I think. I, I've, heard, I've heard a few people saying about, oh, they're looking forward to that later this year. That game is not fucking coming out this year, by the way. No. Maybe next year. Same but, with Ragnarok. Ragnarok's not coming out no, this year. No, not a fucking Sorry player. to say that to you folks, but... It's pretty much a given at this point that Aye. Ragnarok is not coming out Aye. this year. No, and I mean to be fair, they've even they, they did say Ragnarok was coming out this year, but it's no. But no they've chance. not they've not even said that the, the AEW game is coming out this year because there's no chance it is. It's early in development, but it'll be good when we get it eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay, our final question comes from Lee, who says, "Do you think Two K will actually come back in 2021 with a much improved WWE game?" That's really weird that we just finished talking about wrestling then <laughs> come back in <laughs> uh, I, no I don't I think they'll just pump out the same shite they need they, well they need to to save their reputation aye I mean they, they skipped this year basically they brought out that um, the kind of cartoony one what was that called WWE Battlegrounds which was okay apart from the limited moveset but aye they do need to they, they, this they, is the sort of thing though that can make a developer go bust like they, having two games back to back if they bring out another game that is as shocking as the the other one was, like glitch-wise and stuff. They get some shit for that that 2K20. That, that's the sort of thing that will uh, put a game through the window. Aye. So they, you can't, they must know that they can't afford to uh, muck it I up. mean, I was going to say WWE would pull the licence off them, but given the fucking state of their product, they've got more things to worry about. But, but Vince micromanages everything, I bet he does. Aye, well, I mean, they, the them. thing is, they would have felt that because they, they were issuing refunds and stuff like that. The game was that bad. So they usually make quite a lot of money off the games and they fucking did yeah. that year. So, I mean, this one's going to be obviously the first one on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. So it is time for a big leap. But this, I'd love if they can buy it with like a new engine or something. This is the first one as well. Well, they might, because this is the first one as well where they've, they've scanned every wrestler. Oh, really? Because they were at the Royal Rumble this year scanning wrestlers oh, I didn't even backstage. Know that. 
Um, that's great up. because by the fucking time oh. it comes out, I will. But sometimes <laughs> look, that's, why some, that's why some look better than others because some would be scanned, Aye. some would just be built in game engine or even just used from the Aye, year before, and be skinned and stuff like that. Aye. So I think I think this time they either need to like wait a wee bit longer and build a new engine or, or just go back, go backwards a little bit because it was like the what was it the twenty nineteen one. There was one like that was amazing, pretty good, wasn't it? I can't remember exactly what year, but there was one a few years ago that got absolutely amazing reviews. Aye. Just just go back and, and look what you did then and just kind of make it a little bit better. Aye. So people don't need a lot from a wrestling game. No, hopefully hopefully they've sorted their act. I mean, the, the fact that they've taken a year gives you a little bit of, a little bit of hope. that Because the games were always fun. I mean, even though I don't watch WWE anymore, like... The the 2K games were fun. Like, they've got all the game modes. They usually have a half-decent career mode and stuff like that. Like, it's it's fun to play as somebody that still enjoys wrestling. So, hopefully... And somebody that can't actually wrestle themselves, so... I fucking wrestle you the now. <laughs> we used Abs- to be able to wrestle. Absolute cheek. Aye, we did used to be able to wrestle. Remember you dumped me in my head? Yep. Fucking... This guy over here, power... We're at, at football training. What age were we? 10 oh, must have been 10 or something. 10 or 11 and he's like oh there's a mat over there let me powerbomb you one miss- in the gymna- gymnastic mat so it's like 10 by 10 so Aye. there's no excuse to miss it <laughs> no <laughs> <Yeah>. this, honestly <laughs> this mat it's massive like the thick ones yeah the big like, thick ones like the, as oh, if you were doing a pole vault you aye, know those big thick ones yeah, the ones that size aye, the ones where you could jump off the roof of so the fucking no school excuse, so no I'm like oh that's fine then that's a good idea because he can't possibly hurt me no, no dickhead misses the mat <laughs> jack knifed him right on the, the wooden floor <laughs> power bombs me on the wooden floor I landed on my head not, it wasn't even like oh that was a bad fall on his back he botched no. the move I couldn't stand up. Literally couldn't even stand up. I had to get carried. This was before football training started. Remember, yeah. I had to. Get, I couldn't straighten my spine. And they had to carry me out of the fucking school. I had to go home like a pretzel. Yeah, I felt pretty bad. Aye. Oh, did you? Because you, you were fucking laughing. I could hear I mean, you. I, I stayed from my football training. I know you did. <laughs> my life was flashing before my eyes and you're fucking... <laughs> I'll check him later. Aye, just a stinger. He's fine. Get him up, <laughs> dick. Okay, that just about wraps things up for this week. Once again, thank you for listening. As always, do tweet us your thoughts about the episode. We love to hear from you. Are you a fellow non-cheese lover? Must be some doubt there. Or would you like to suggest our next there game? Is, co- there is. Aye. There's that guy that... Uh, Aye, Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson, just fucking right in. No, there was a guy on Twitter, was there no, that said as well. Oh, Dave. Aye, Dave on Twitter. He wrote in, there's fucking three of them. There's They're growing. Is. They're multiplying. You can find us at Pure Dead Gaming on both Twitter and Instagram or email us at puredeadgaming at gmail.com. Written reviews and news is also posted on our website, which is now puredeadgaming.com. We will be back next Thursday with a brand new episode and we'll most definitely be discussing Little Nightmares 2, so do make sure you listen if you want to know more about it. And until then... Goodbye. (laughs) Just a normal goodbye will do, thanks. Bye, folks. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, bye. Stay weird. Cheers. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.